You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey, baby, I hear you Instagram and TikTok salads and Twitter eggs. Reddit. You singing that microphone? Only fans. Only fans? Tell me more. Janis Joplin, only fans. Oh, it's time. She's dead, right? She's long dead. She's been dead since since before Donald Trump, since before QAnon. Since uh, what witless people online call the before times. The before times. <laughs> 2015? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what were you doing in 2015? I'm going to look up Janis Joplin's uh, chest. <laughs> Janis. How do you spell Janis? Oh, there we go. Joplin. Okay, nude. Nudes. Okay, let's see what we get. Probably out there. It was the 60s, yeah, right? Yeah, well, she's got a famous nude portrait, I'm pretty sure. Does she? Is that OnlyFans? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is there enough content for an OnlyFans? Well, some very unflattering photos of her. Mm. Different time. All right, hello, everyone. Hello. <coughs> uh, it is uh, OnlyFans. It is the OnlyFans hour, starring... Uh, David Dubrovnik. <laughs> Starring uh, the spa shooter. Mm, starring your uh, what was your cue name? Oh, uh, Rashad the Enlightened. <laughs> Thought it was Spalding the uh, the the memo. Yeah, exactly right. I'm 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 Gomez the worm. So Eric is down a hole on his mainstream media bullshit ass documentaries uh, about Q. Yeah. What How embarrassing you, is that? What have you learned? Uh, that this uh, that Q is a, a a um. You want my estimation, or you want to know what the documentary itself says? You tell me your takeaway. I don't. Uh, you are more important to me than any documentary. The docu. Uh, my takeaway is that QAnon was a great uh way to spend a pandemic distraction scapegoat for the news media to focus on, so we don't have to talk about the real problems. Okay. That's that's, ev- that's all that anything is. That's everything. Yes. That's everything. It's 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 anything you hear about, anything you're allowed to talk about, is all a proper discussion, is all, uh, f- to keep a proper discussion from happening on the things that actually uh, <laughs> harm your life, which is PizzaGate. Oh, come on, people, wake up, wake up. So, what are we gonna get into today? I've got some notes. So I've I've I, I, I'm 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 pulling I'm pulling myself off of social media. I cannot do it anymore. I cannot do it. Yeah. At, at the at the direction of my therapists to save what's left of uh, the enjoyment, the flavor, the lust for life. Uh, he he says, don't 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 look at any of that shit. They're setting you up. He said, did you watch that Netflix doc? 
And I said, no. I watched Netflix. And he said, the one where it's like the, he didn't actually say this. There's some Netflix doc about how um, social media like rewires your brain so that your dick doesn't work or something. Mm, yes. So I'm done with it, man. I can't, uh, Instagram, I'm, I'm not interested in looking at pictures of you. Your therapist is setting you up because as we've discussed, if you get off social media, th- the allegations of being a, that you that you were run off right. for pedo activity <laughs> just fly out of the woodwork. Well, I'm still going to post the podcast and, you know, I'll, I'll check up what people are, are, are saying at us on there. A lot of, a lot of them wanted us to look at uh, Atlanta OnlyFans. I don't know why. Um, but no, I'm done. I'm done with I'm done with social media, man. It's it's. I can't look at Twitter without feeling bad. I can't. I no, try. Same. I d- same. I, I, who feels good about it is my question. I, d- I did my taxes today finally, and you know while you're putting around on the internet, you glance at Twitter, and immediately, like I've realized that the trending section, if anyone's name is in there, it means that you're being killed. Yep. It means that your life is being ruined. And I don't want to. That's such like an unhealthy voyeurism. It sucks, man. That's and one of my notes that we can talk about. Because so like, is, I'm wait, watching. I'm watching something take place right now. You're watching David Dobrik, the so Game Grump. I don't. Is he a Game Grump? Let's talk. Let's talk this out. Is he John Tron? Let's talk. Who are these people? That's the thing. <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to talk about this in a serious way because I don't know what a Dubrovnik is. Like, I have no fucking idea. Dubrovnik I, is when you reach level 30 in Skyrim. Do you get the Dubrovnik? I, <laughs> I vaguely recognize his face, but he looks like a lot of people to me. I assume I've seen him before. He's just some YouTuber. Yeah, there's something called the Vlog Squad that I. This is all. Yeah, right. Exactly, man. I'm down a hole. Here's what I realized today. It's in line with what you, with your observation that your totally original observation that social yeah. media is uh, perhaps a detriment. Um, but one that no one takes to heart. No. Do you know you you know like every, once every six months like delete Facebook will start trending. Yep. Nobody does. Nobody ever does. Here's the thing. Instagram is Facebook. Everybody. Same yeah. thing. Delete same, it. Same. Delete it. Here's the thing. When people get the confirmation of the thing that they feel strongly about, mm-hmm. they no longer feel, they don't feel bad about that, that site for a few minutes and then they stay on it. Okay. That's what, that's what keeps you. I mean, the misery keeps some people, but there's also this feeling that like, let's say that you don't like Dubrubnik or whatever the fuck his name is. And you're seeing him getting truly murdered online. Murdered. Then that made your day because you're a sick fuck who gets off on the failures of others. And this was your target guy. So you stay on for a little bit longer, hoping that you can chase that dragon. But how many Dububadniks are there? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I guess there's endless. Here's what I saw today. Are you ready? The world is full of pedos, man. Are you ready? Apparently, anyone that's become famous in the last 10 years is a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that way. It's weird how everyone is a pedophile. Here's the thing. Are you aware of the Dubrovnik charges? Pedo. No. No? No. Uh, it's a classic old-style rape charge. What, okay. Okay. Something called the Vlog Squad did a video where they're like just the lads, you know, at a college party. Just some boys hanging out. Just some boys hanging. Cracking open a cold one. And then there's a threesome 
and they film it sort of, you know, they can't put that on YouTube. I guess they film it to, in whatever capacity. And there's a storyline about it talking about, like, I guess it plays in a number of their episodes, like that they talk about this. Three, the threesome's illegal? Threesomes are not illegal. However, the the girls have now come out and said that they were hammered drunk and that they yeah. they were maybe underage. Maybe they were underage to, to buy alcohol. I don't think they were under, yeah, they were under legal. Let me get this clear. They were under the legal drinking age. They weren't Underage. Okay. So, so, oh, so over 18. Over 18. Okay. Yes. So over 18, under 21. That's confirmed. That's, not, that's, not, that's their story. Yeah. They we're not spreading misinformation. No, I'm looking at right at it. I mean, unless the girls are lying about their age, which would be weird. Okay. So over the age of 18, but drunk and under the age to legally buy alcohol. Yes. You'd think if the girls were trying to bury Dubrovnik on, on false charges, they would say that they were underage. They do not allege that. Okay. Also, they were college students. So how the fuck could they be underage? Maybe they were geniuses. That's all right. Fair. Okay, so they're geniuses. I think they're at the like University of Michigan, so I doubt it. Baby geniuses. So here's the thing. Go on. They they say this is a rape because they were they were plied with alcohol and couldn't consent. Okay. Here's what is relevant to our podcast. I don't know about these charges. I don't know. I wasn't there tonight. People tuned in to a show called Frenemies, which is Trisha Paylas, or is that how you say it? She's the heavy set girl. She's got a face like a fucking pie. Oscar Pistorius. Oscar Pistorius and Ethan Klein, which sounds like a guy that everybody went to high school with. But Sure. I know Ethan. But <laughs> there you go. But it is just a dude that looks kind of like a weird toad. But they do a show together. Where I guess they, I don't know what, it's talking about YouTube shit. YouTube is the new celebrity gossip. It's brutal, man. We're going to get into it. They had one of the people who was supposedly at this threesome, which the women are alleging is right. Okay. On this show, they catch him in what appears to be a mistruth or an outright lie. That he says he was not at a place. They've got it, and then they get him to confirm that he was not at that place at that time. And then they break out a photo taken at the time that he alleges he was not there. How long ago is the time? Like, how long ago was this? Like that he's a, he said he was at a place. Yes. Well, that's an issue. That's an issue. But I so because if someone was like, "Where were you, December twenty sixth, two thousand eight? I think it is three oh, years ago. I think it's that sort of thing. Three years. Okay, three years ago. Yeah. There's no chance I would ever remember, but. But it is important to get your facts straight if you're being implicated in a group situation of this type. Get it straight, Pistorius. So he went on a show, and he, it's, now I'm getting wrapped into the fucking stupid details. He went on a show where some people see, seem to think that he was falling on his sword to protect Brubnik. And the I don't know about any of that. I didn't watch it. Here's all I'll say. The glee on Twitter from watching this dude fuck up in this way is unreal. And I think that if you asked any of these people, why are you so fucking happy about it? This means that these, like, well, it doesn't mean this, but it it helps these chances that these women were really sexually assaulted. That's not good. No, very, very, very bad. So let's say that you... Hot take, sexual assault, bad. Bad. So let's say that 
this is about justice then, right? All right. Why are you glib about justice? Snyder Cut. Why are you glib about justice? Like, I, like there's so many people, they're just, they're reveling. I'm reading thousands of tweets of people that tr- treat YouTubers as the biggest celebs in the world. And this is a moment for them, an incident. Yeah, I don't know. People get off on this shit, man. Someone gets canceled every single, single day. day. Every day. Every single day. I'm not saying he didn't do what he's being accused of. I don't know. I don't know. And if and if he's banging w- women who were uh, drunk, I guess the allegation is not that, cool. I guess the counter allegation that was first floated was, "Hey, we were hammered too." Okay, now this one you used to drink. Sure. I never drank, and as a result, it was part of the deal that you're not supposed to fuck around with women that have been drinking. No. Right? I think that's a probably a good policy for everybody. However, for people that are drinking, I don't know how you're supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what the, obviously, if somebody's hammered beyond, beyond the ability to make decisions. Yes, obviously. Obviously. But I don't know. Like, I don't, I, this would be an uncomfortable circumstance for me to, if I was the judge, if I was Solomon yeah. or some shit, and I had to be like, well, how drunk were you? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the supplying the underage, the under legal drinking age girls liquor, that's a problem. Yep. You know, sure. that, that's not helping your case. Nope. So, at any rate, we're not here to act as Daboo's judge. The baby. The baby. We're not here to, we're not here for that but i am here to point out that if you are really excited really excited to watch a guy trip over his words and maybe add credence to a rape allegation i don't know maybe do the thing that i think you would want that you would normally charge against other people consider the person that's like, this is a sensitive issue. What if the girls don't like reading this shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, yeah, look at the way he squirmed. Yeah. I think this means that these girls were sexually assaulted. Ah. Like, what are you doing? Why are you reveling in horror? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back. Listen, I'm going to sound old for a second. Go. Lemon party. Sure. A goatsy. Sure. You know, tub girl. Tub girl. These feel very harmless by comparison. Yeah. What is, what is, why do people, why do people hate each other so much? I, it, it might not even be that. It's just why, why do people like, it's like, like we said, it's every single day. People, like more people getting thrown into the fire. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It's. It, I. I mean. I find it genuinely upsetting, and not for the people that. I find it upsetting for every, like on every single level. Yes. Like, and I just don't want to look at Twitter because it's very upsetting. I just don't like. I, I. I find it upsetting that some women were taken advantage of. That's horrible. I find it upsetting that. Uh, I find. I find it equally upsetting that maybe they're lying. I think the whole situation. It, here's what I'm saying. If somebody came to me with this information and I wasn't on a podcast microphone yeah, I and I didn't have some obligation to entertain others, yeah, I would say, 
yeah, man, that sounds horrible. I guess we should probably look into that. Yeah. And I wouldn't be glib. Yeah, a lot of glib. A lot of glibness. Yeah, dude, I, 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 I'm, I'm with, I'm agreeing with you. I don't know. Why are you fighting me on this? I'm not fighting you. Why are you on the side of the glibsters? I'm not. It brings me no pleasure to see any of this. Dude, it's, a, it's fucking upsetting. I swear to God, I looked at Twitter once today, and this is what I saw, and I went, fuck. Hate it. Don't want to look at this, man. I also don't want to look at fucking Ethan Klein or Trisha Paytas' face. I these people are annoying. I didn't. I didn't. I I can't remember their face. I think what the he's he's got like a beard. They look. They this is one looks like Mr. Toad and the other one looks like Frog. Just what it is, what it is. It just is what it is. I don't know what these people look like. Just picture, just picture Frog and Toad. I, I just. I don't know. There's something weird. There's just something weird about how this goes on constantly. Like, it's... And it seems localized to Twitter. Like, they're not on CNN talking about David Dobrik, right? Yeah, maybe they get to mention. I don't know. I Like, I, I, don't, I don't know that it does. I don't know that it does. I, I Like, I think some of these are so localized within their, like, subculture community. Like, whether it's gaming, YouTube, or something like that. Yep. <sighs> You know, this is not, that's not my world. I'm not concerned. Like, it's just not, it's not the world that I'm plugged into. I don't like sort it out yourself. But it just feels like an extension of reality television where I'm watching people respond to a rape charge with the same sort of feeling that they'd be like, oh, I was so glad when Diane got voted off The Bachelor. She was such a fucking bitch. Right, right. Yo, these are different things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it is it is it any when we talk glib about the OJ trial? Yeah. See, here's the deal. We're you and I always say we're not funny. We're a little funny. We're mildly amusing. Mildly amusing. We're not trying. We're not trying hard. We don't write a script. These people don't even have that. Which people? The people on Twitter. People on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. They're nightmare. Not funny. Office gif. Office gif. Everybody, when Eric found out that half the people in the world are bots, your brain cracked. That was another breaking point for Twitter for me. Yeah, when you saw multiple office gifts of the same type and people thought they were being clever. Another person was, I I can't remember what it was. Someone was getting canceled. This was like Wednesday. Yep. I don't fucking remember. Uh, And like search, like just clicking on their name in the trending section and then seeing the people commenting on what was happening with the same Michael Scott gif. Yes. Just multiple people using the same Michael Scott gif. See, that's what makes me feel like uh, that's what make gives me the impression that you had with the QAnon, which is oh, people are so desperate for family. People yeah. are so disconnected, atomized that they just whatever makes them feel simpatico with another human being at all yeah. they will reach for we are in a profoundly lonely time yeah well no doubt we've been locked inside for a year and a half year and a couple we months. need a block party everybody you need a block party we need i i don't i mean i don't know what the, i i couldn't tell you what the world needs i i fear in my most cynical and sad moments i fear that the world is like broken beyond repair at other times i think when I'm not looking at when Twitter is far away from me, I think, you know, this shit's not real. 
it exists only on the internet. Uh, it it in the if you go walk out your front door, no one knows who the fuck David Dobrik is. No one knows what's going on. I, you know, like this is just this just exists. Like I can get on with my life very happily without Twitter in my life. I don't have to hear about any of these things that are happening out there. No. And it's like, it's not to say that, like, I mean, on some level it is ignorance is bliss, right? However, I'm not uninformed. Like, I know what's happening in the world. I know what's happening in my world, my local neighborhood, and the larger important political conversations. I'm not uninformed. I just don't need to see this bachelor-style drama that involves real fucking people getting harmed or or being malicious in a way that you know it presu- like I don't know the truth of this fucking case. Do you know do you know who I blame? Yeah. The motion picture spotlight. Really? Did anyone even see that? Yeah. Did people see that? Yeah, every young person saw that. <laughs> I, I didn't see it. I know what it's about. There's just this fixation on righteousness and doing the fist pump when you catch the bad guy. Oh, and, see, I I agree, and I I blame superhero movies. I blame I blame Zack Snyder. That's him. It's on him. Superhero movies. This is ugh, you're making me do my Bill Maher moment. Do we, do 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 Maher? It's superhero movies have now existed for two or three generations. Well, let me try to do Maher. And another thing. <laughs> Not bad, right? You can't do impressions because you only sound like you. And another thing. Can we be honest about this? I mean, that's the flip. That's the tone, yeah. That's the tone. Yeah, I'm the, at least a, come on. You got the tone. All you right, fuck it. Uh, really? Yeah. Really? 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 This is where we are. Really? Um, I hate his face. He's really ugly. Uh, if him and Trisha had a child, the child would be the ugliest creature that ever lived. It would be an, an abomination to be a Morlock. I'm, I'm, anyway, superhero movies, they, they put in your mind that there's a, such a thing as black and white, good and evil, and that it's important to fight the, the evil monster from the alien world that's bad, and you're the good person who's never done anything wrong. It's created a weird dichotomy in people's head that isn't real! We've talked about Steve Ditko. Steve Bannon? We've talked about Steve Bannon, also a hero. <laughs> We've talked about Steve Ditko, comic book creator, who uh, co-creator of Spider-Man. Sure. Strict, rigid, objectivist. Mm-hmm. Right? I was just reading an article about him. I found this interesting. Over the years, comic creators have come out and said, the conditions that we work in are unfair. Ditko never did that. He merely advocated for himself because to advocate for others as a group idea is not Randian. It's not objectivist. Right. He advocates only for his own self-interest. Mm. Right. But he is exa- he he personified exactly what you're talking about. He refused to draw a character having a nightmare, a hero character having a nightmare that they were a villain. Because he said a hero, a real hero, would never even flirt with darkness. He created a character named Mr. A. Do you know why? Why? A is A. 
is his is the fundamental idea that a is a and a can never be anything other than a there is no gray area there is only reality and the unreality of other people's lies and he was a profoundly miserable man <laughs> what about i guess he didn't sign off on uh, black suit spidey no i didn't approve of that no even though you could argue he was Spider-Man was corrupted into villainry. Didn't... A is A. Yeah, but what if the B gets all over the A, and A becomes B, and he has to fight against it? If the A B? were truly A, A would never have contact. It would never be corrupted by B. See, that's nonsense. Well, because you walk out onto the—I could be A and walk out onto the street and get corrupted by all sorts of letters. It's the part that—that's that's the— No, you, 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 have to, you have to be E— at all times. Fantasy. It's fantasy. No, no, I can't trust you. I mean, to, to I guess maybe in his defense, he's writing fantasy. Sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? Um, you got to read his later stuff. So the Spider-Man stuff was obviously done with Stan Lee, but the later stuff that's just all him is like, I've read it before. It's pretty out there stuff. It's all like, you know. Nothing good? I think it's good. But not everybody wants to be like me. Right, right, right. Few people. Yeah, few, very few people. Yeah. Um, you want to wallow in depression or you want to move on to other notes? Fountainhead. Zack Snyder directed Fountain, Fountainhead. Zack Snyder cut of Fountainhead. <laughs> should we Should we address the fact... See, this is what... Okay. We have to figure this shit out. Okay. We've been in L.A. for a minute. Yep. We had a lot of big plans. Haven't hung with Zack Snyder once. Haven't hung with Zack Snyder once. We've been sitting on our hands with these podcast changes. Yes. I'm tired of doing the cancel report. It's all there is in the culture. I know, but see, this is my thing. Look, I get that it's going to come up no matter what. Mm. However, I want this to be a call-in show. I want to have a live number where people can call in while we're recording. Yes. I want that. Yes. I don't want to just do this anymore. You don't want to talk to me. I want I want to be Robin and you are Howard Stern. Oh, I have to be Howard Stern? You're Howard. Okay. That's because okay. you're the edgier one. Okay. I play off of you. Mm. I'm Robin. I'm the throttle on the conversation. I can pull it back. I can push it forward. You know what I'm saying? So I don't we have to figure out how to make a live number because this I it's everything's tired. Everything's you, tired. You, but the people are going to call with the same shit. That's fine, but at least that's more of a conversation. We need to cultivate the same audience as Star on the objective perspective. I don't know anything about this guy. I think I've shown you. He was the guy from Hot 97 back in the day. Oh, right, right. But right. he just he just will take calls because as long as you flip him money, He'll take your call no matter what. Right. So it'll just be dudes calling in, being like, saying like, "I want to talk about another thing," and he'll say, "Go on, go on. You're you are on the radio, sir." He's got a great, like, radio efficiency to him. You are on the radio, sir. Please go. He'll say, and the guy will be like, "I believe Aaliyah was killed. Actually, I know Aaliyah to be killed because of her involvement in in a, in a satanic rite that was in, in object defiance." Of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the star will go, hmm. He'll go, there is no Jesus Christ, sir, but I can continue. And, and, and because he's like staunchly atheist. Sure. And so, and, but, but his audience is often 
slightly conservative leaning black men right who will call and be like well if we all follow the lord's teachings and star always interrupts and goes uh, there is no lord but please continue sir <laughs> and, and <laughs> so but i would think it would be fun if we got that audience I'd be fine with that. But our fucking incels are going to be like, what do you think about Chris D'Elia's new podcast? And then I'm going to have to go, I loved it. Oh my I God. watched it twice. And then you're going to go, oh, no. Yeah, that's just no, we're talking. Yeah, this is what you get. This is what you get. I don't think our, I don't think many of our listeners care about Chris D'Elia. Somebody's going to call Somebody's going to, yeah, somebody's going to. Do you want to go off on it? I could give a fuck less about this shit. Which one? Chris D'Elia's podcast. No, I just, look, no, I just think it's a major, I personally, I think it is watershed. I, I think it is fascinating. I think everybody should uh, consume it, even if you really dislike the man, even if you think he's guilty of something heinous, you should just expose yourself to it because it is truly fascinating. Well, this, this is the thing. We, we talk about it. I don't, I don't know how much we talk about it on the podcast. We, we, we definitely must have touched on it once or twice, but we talk about it. It's like, yo, if you're canceling someone every single day. The boat's getting big. The boat's getting big, man. And these, you know, a lot of these people, for better or for worse, are ambitious. They're, you know, if, if they're an artist, if they're some kind of personality, you know, they don't just vanish. And they don't just, like, become content with becoming an Uber driver. Correct. So we've seen it a little bit with, you know, Shapiro setting up his his thing, his his little haven for... Uh, Gina Carano. Mm -hmm. The boat's getting big. It's yeah. getting crowded, and and the 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 rules, the uh, the goalposts for what's a cancelable offense, keep getting uh more and more short, or long, 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 long. So the boat's only gonna get bigger. Yeah. If 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 you can get canceled for something you tweeted in high school. <sighs> Did we talk on this? The the woman from Teen Vogue? Yeah, did we talk Holy about it? Holy shit. No, I don't think you, we did. You don't, And you don't want to talk cancel stuff, but this is all there is in the culture. This is literally the only news that comes across our desk. I mean, we could talk. Yemen could not exist anymore. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Hey, does Flint have drinking water? Nobody's talked to me about it in a long fucking time. Nobody's talked about that one? Because they're canceling the bungalow. How much did the, How much did they talk about fucking... Ted Cruz going to Cancun, but uh, Biden bombing Syria. I don't know. Do we get any of that? Do we have, do we know why he bombed Syria? Who did he bomb? Iranians. I Dubro think? Dubrovnik. He bombed, he bombed the Dubrovnik insurgent. Group. Yes, <laughs> the brother, the Dubrovnik Brotherhood. <laughs> so, anyway, people. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we could. We're not a news podcast. I don't know what the fuck kind of podcast we are. We just talk about how much everything sucks. It's called the worst possible timeline. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's, it's fitting. So yeah, everybody, look, the 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 wokes kind of ate their own with the Teen Vogue. Uh, what was her official title? I think she was editor in chief. Editor in chief, twenty uh, seven year old black woman. Yep. Then who who replaced someone that got canceled? Right. I don't know if that person got canceled. They might step down naturally. Okay. Everybody else at Condé, every if you're if you work in food at Condé Nast, you get canceled weekly. Yeah, but if you work in these other, I, look, it's just a weird thing. Everybody, if you currently run a business and you're like, wow, numbers are down, maybe I'll pivot to the woke thing that's hot right now. Don't do it. And this is me just talking to you as like, 
I don't give a fuck what your politics are. You could you could be progressive as hell. I'm just telling you as a self-preservation, don't do it because once you are in that space, you're open, man. You're wide open. And that's what this woman did. She went over to a teen a teen magazine aimed at selling consumer items to children that has like a wild Marxist lent lean. Yes. Like, yes. So strange. Yes. Uh, th- I think it exists honestly, just to provide an alibi for real right wingers in the culture war, which, which by the way, real quick, let me, let me correct myself. Cause I called it Marxist, which some, a lot of people do, but I don't, to me, that's not fitting. It's it, like, I have to it, like, it's not Marxist because Marx's main thing, his chief thing was labor, and no one cares about the rights of labor. Uh, it to, definitions to me still matter. You know okay. what I mean? Like when I call myself a liberal, then I you here, know what I'm saying. I, I would consider Teen Vogue by just woke. I don't know. Yeah, ri- riding a wave of uh, 2021's version of champagne socialism. Okay. You know, yeah. like just like low impact, but high rhetoric. Right, right, right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Just, okay. ma- just make the money. Anyway, so she was 27. Young woman. 27, huge opportunity. Huge opportunity. Yep. And, and then killed. Like, just like totally, <laughs> totally. Then the rumor, I haven't read, I haven't read this officially, but I guess it's out there that it was an ex-boyfriend who dug up these tweets in an effort to harm her at the time that she was. But that doesn't necessarily need to be true because somebody else would have done it. True. You yeah, know? probably. Yeah. So. But so so they unearthed tweets from when she was seventeen. Yep. In high school, yep. ten years ago, two thousand eleven. Again, everybody, this is this is my. I've tried hammering this idea home. If you ever try to jam me up on a thing that I said, I'm gonna laugh in your face. There's no word I haven't said in the service of a joke. But here's the here's the thing. That's fine for you to to laugh in their face, mm-hmm. right? But I'm also not trying to operate in these spheres. But it could it could potentially cost you opportunities, could it not? Yeah. Oh, it will. Yeah. Undoubtedly, it will. But at some point, you have to recognize that you make the opportunities. Yeah. That yes, you can be kept out. If your dream is Saturday Night Live, you can be kept out of Saturday Night Live. Oh, give that one up. If your dream is to be a working comedian, it's much harder much harder to keep you out of that. Yeah. So that's what you I'm saying. You know why? Because that exists in the real world. Correct. It doesn't exist on Twitter. Correct. Because Twitter is not the real world. R- again, reminder, everybody, no matter how you feel about Dalia, his first podcast back has a million views in a week. That speaks to me to the fact that he can occupy, he can fill a room anywhere in the United States right now. I mean, we saw it. We saw it happen with Louie. Yep. I mean, to be, to in fairness to, to Louie, I mean, his accusations much, uh, it depends. Some people would take issue. I mean, no doubt, no doubt. But I mean, I, I think I don't think it's terribly unreasonable to say whipping it out not exactly the same as being hit with pedo charges or statutory rape. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, that's except unreasonable. built into the Louis charges, which nobody has ever cared to look at the actual facts of that at all, is the idea that he menaced these women by closing the door. Mm. Some people might see it in the exact... You know what? Let's put it like this. There's going to be many a people, probably not in our audience, who are going to say, there's no gradations here. It's all the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. 
Eric just made the, I don't know what to do with that face. <laughs> and, and true enough. I, it's just, I just have to step away from it. I have to self-actualize in a way that, that I am a, but a very tiny piece of this world mm. that most people don't give a fuck about. Mm. Or should they? Mm. I'm a, I'm a regular fucking dude. I don't know what to do with any of this information, fam. I don't, I don't feel comfortable being a part of some, some attack mob. I, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not for you me. You don't want to be the person that I was just reading their time, their, their feed where uh, they, their timeline where they were saying they have 61 followers and they were dedicating their entire day to, to this Dabubnik thing where they're just endlessly, endlessly going on and on talking to literally no one. You, yeah, you, don't, you don't want to be that person? It's disturbing. It is really disturbing. It's dis- I find that on its face disturbing. I find all elements disturbing. There's not one thing. Like, I, Twitter, sometimes you'd see a beautiful woman on there. Mm. Sometimes you'd see funny stuff, mm. memes, little jokes, laughing. This podcast has really broken you in half, man. <laughs> this podcast? Yeah, because like, uh, the, the, the conceit is that we look at Twitter. I know, but but see the thing is, and it's funny because you can we can you could go back a year ago mm-hmm. to this podcast, and I remember you were the one that was like, "Dude, I can't fucking look on Twitter anymore," and I was like, "I don't know, I'm having a pretty good time." Yeah, I like I, it's only kind of recently. Yeah, and you I snapped. think, well, it was it was the it was the dad, Bean Dad. No, I don't care about Bean Dad. You Bean Dad crushed me. Bean, Bean Dad crushed you. To, to me, it's just, I I just. It's gotten to a point. It's dude. It's 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 like canceling someone getting canceled, someone getting jammed up, someone getting fucked over, someone you know. It, a- it used to be like there, like you know, if there was a Cosby or a Weinstein, it was like damn, and it was like oh shit, this guy's a real fucking like like Cosby's like raped like a hundred fucking people. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Like damn. Like you know. What people say about cancel culture is like this is people facing their 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 uh, this is people getting their consequences. It's like okay, maybe someone who if Cosby raped a hundred people over a fucking forty year span, yeah, maybe this 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 is kind of justice in a way. Uh, but then it so it you had big ones, and then it was like the thirst. Then it was like every other month, and then it was every month, and then it was like. Every two weeks, and it yeah. was every week, and now I swear to fucking God, it's like every day. Every day, and then it became like obvious glee. It became careerism for a lot of people. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's this, like an industry. Yes. Like, oh on, no, d- on, no doubt on crushing people. Yes. And don't fucking get me wrong, you fucking idiots. Some people do bad things, and they should answer for their fucking actions. But I'm gonna go. I'm going to go in a different direction. That's not our job. and when Not you, our job. And when you self-elect to that, it makes you, to me, it makes you highly suspect. Like the person that self-elects to, to be the judge jury, I go, why would you even feel comfortable being in that position? That's bizarre. You're like, you're on some John Wayne nonsense. Like, who are you? It's just, it's, it's like its own form of reality television. It's like That's voyeurism. It it's like engagement. It's it's like it's like message board shit. It's like message board for a TV show that's just real life for people that are are 
you know, feeling the weight of someone else's accusation, whatever it might be. And people, yeah, self-electing to be involved in that, thinking they're important because they're the one who's extracting the justice. It's 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 bizarre. And it's 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 just not for me, man. It's just not for me. You don't you know the the internet posse the regulators you you you're not part of that i'd rather not be i'd rather not you don't involved. care about justice dude it's none it's not my fucking business what happened between two people be in in a situation years ago that i wasn't involved with that i wasn't in the same room that i don't feel i don't know it's not my fucking business you don't think you Hash should it you out. don't think you, you don't think you should be experiencing joy as though you accomplished something when one of them fails i don't know them I don't know anyone involved. Wait, did you did you not? Are you crazy? Did you not check your bank account when Dubrubnik got in trouble? Oh, did I get another stim? You got another stimmy, my oh, dude. All right, I'm, I'm with it then. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics, and in turn, make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads. But this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Here's the thing. Watching others fail is what puts money in your pocket. Oh, okay. It's what sets you up for retirement. It's just, yo, like I, I said this last week, whatever's going on, whatever this situation is, whether it's, you know, if so, if someone levying accusations against someone else, it's none of my business. I don't know you. It's not for me to to to, to comment on. Settle it with a, I don't know, with the court. I don't know. Duel at sixteen paces. It's it's yeah. Do whatever you got to do. It's none of my business. I got enough problems. I got my own shit going on. It's not for me. Twitter is like, it's a it's a it's a really mentally ill space. Yeah, I think Jack Dorsey should kill himself, and I'm being serious. A hundred percent serious. I think. I think he's the Skynet guy. I really do. He's Cyberdyne. Everyone, for the sake of your mental health, I'm begging you to to, to do away with social media. I'm begging you to to uh, reach out to your real life friends. Be friends with them. Do things with them. Have your own world. Have your own subculture. Get into you know what? Get into Magic the Gathering. Mm. Join a D and D group. Yeah. Get into your own shit. Have your own world. Warhammer. Warhammer. League of Legends. Whatever it is. Play basketball. Oh, my God. Play handball. Oh, yeah. Go hiking. Join a hiking club. Do yoga. I don't know. Do something that doesn't involve a fucking screen. Yeah. Please, for for your sake, not for mine. Honestly, I could give a fuck. Everyone can go jump off a cliff like a fucking lemming. I don't give a shit. But I'm saying if you value... Uh, your time on this planet and the amount of and, and and joy. If you value being happy, if you want to be happy, you got to turn off the computer. 
You got to turn off. I think one alternative, if you're addicted to your screen, mm-hmm. is to get into cryptocurrency. Yeah. Because you notice that I stop looking at social media and I just look at these blinking numbers on my... On my you have like a sort of sort of gambling addiction. One could say, yeah. So, so this is a good way to occupy your time, and it is a way in which you can make money. Yes. So it is productive in that sense. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, you know, go figure out a new, figure out a way to make money, save your money, buy property, rent it out. Uh, Landlord, no. Yeah, yes. No. No. Yes. No. <laughs> we talked about it. You can't get, there's two places you can't get kicked out of, the market and real estate. That's it. So, if you want to be comfortable in life, if you can't rely on on corporations because you might have called someone gay on Twitter 10 years ago, Mm. real estate and the market. Take an inventory. There's three things in this world that matter. Your body, Mm. your mind. Yeah, and your money. And your money. That's it. Take them seriously, folks. Seriously, your mental health, your bodily health, and your wallet. That's it. Everything else that's good in life will come as long as you get those three things right. The first one, you're avoiding cancers. Right? Sure, yep. Second one, you're avoiding killing yourself, Yep. either slow or fast. Mm-hmm. Third one, you're avoiding eating cat food or dying on a park bench. You're avoiding living in the tent outside uh, Villa Noigo. Yes. Yeah. Instead, you're living in Villa Noigo. Yes. Yes. Crypto. And when a tent appears, you turn the sprinklers on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got more notes. Are you well, ready? Uh, what else we got? Uh, I've got no sex, LOL. <laughs> oh, did you? so did you see that? I don't know if this is where you're going, but, I, but uh, the rate of... Uh, Virginity at uh, above the age of eighteen has skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Is that where you were going? Yes. Yeah. G. A lot of virgins out here. G. I wonder. G. I lost my virginity when I was twenty-one. Twenty-two. So, talking to a couple incels here. No doubt. But I, many of my, I, I felt like the odd one out in my friend group because when I was. 15, 16, 17. They were all getting the suck. Everybody was fucking. Yeah. Which at the time I was like, damn, I'm a fat loser. Yeah. But in reality, looking back, I wasn't ready to, I wasn't ready for that. No. I didn't, I wouldn't have That's my thing. I I only do things when I'm ready. Yeah. No, I I, I wasn't ready. I'm a baby. You make me try to try to make me do something before I'm ready. It's not happening. Not happening. But yeah, a lot of virgins, virgin world. Unsurprising. Think there could be any negative consequences? No. Not worried at all, huh? It sucks, man, because sex is cool. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of young people that uh, are really maladapted. Yes. And if you're a long time, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because it's tired. We we want to touch. Uh, we want to talk about different shit, not just the canceling thing, not just sure. blah blah blah. You know, different topics. But if you're a long time listener of this podcast, you can guess. Who I blame for this? Mm, Trump? QAnon. Oh, you okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It sucks. It's I. F- you said it last week. We exist in the most 
sex negative culture in a very long time. Yep. Very long time. And like I don't I don't really care about individuals like you don't want to have sex. You're scared. You, you I, I like. I don't care. It's not for you. Whatever. Whatever. I don't give a shit. What's what I hate? What I go off on a lot. The Craigslist. It used to be a haven for for all types of deviants. Yes. It's gone. Yeah. Craigslist has been sanitized. Yes. The internet has been sanitized. Sex workers. It's hard for them to make a living out here. Used to use things like Instagram, Twitter, Craigslist to, to do their sex work. Now it's very difficult, and obviously difficult for the sex worker. But maybe the person who wants to utilize sex work now can't really. Yep. Or it's more, way more difficult. This is a particularly sensitive topic this week. Yes. Yes, it is. I don't think it requires a contrarian bent to look at that circumstance and say, if the number of maladapted males is going through the roof and we know males are responsible for the majority of, I guess you'd say... Violence? Yeah, violence, for sure, for sure. I was going to yes, you can just blanket violence. I was going to say, like, sexually motivated violence, but yes, Violence. This isn't going to end well. No. It's going to keep happening. Going to keep happening. And it will be of no use to anybody caught in the crosshairs of that to say, why are we not teaching men to respect women? That is not helpful. It's not. I think it's an all right question, although I'd ask, what do you suggest? Open to any alternatives you can give. But I think it's very dishonest to create an atmosphere where kids are afraid of sex. Yeah. And then turn around and say, why are these fucking kids, why are these maladapted weirdos attacking women? Yo, guys, it doesn't justify anybody. It just is to say it creates a fertile landscape for that behavior. Yeah. Why can't we just talk about that honestly? Yo, you can say, hey, we're setting up a circumstance that's going to bite us without victim blaming. (laughs) You're not, not blaming anybody except for the culture. And hey, maybe the individual that is... The culture warrior. Those are the people that I'm blaming. I'm not blaming anybody who's fucking gets it when they don't, when it's not their fault at all. No, obviously. See, you say obviously because you got a brain in your head. Right, right. No, I know. Yeah. The no sex thing is going to kill us, y'all. Not me. I'll be old. But. I mean, I've already had mad sex. Okay. Mad okay. sex all day. That's great. That's good. I'm not a virgin. Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> so, so, okay, moving on. I've got Seth Simmons, LOL, Asia. Seth Simmons. This guy. Your man. Talked about him before. Your man. Number one weasel. See, this is another thing. 
you know, comedy's not our world. Nope. Like, again, this is not our thing. Like, I know that this is, for all intents and purposes, this is a comedy podcast. Really, I'd like more than anything to just... You just want to be classic radio. Yeah, you just I just want to Which doesn't fun. have to be... Doesn't have to be funny necessarily. Just has to be entertaining. No, I mean Howard Stern was. It's not like he was a stand-up comedian. No, you know what I Good mean. Good delivery, though. Great delivery. Um, I just want to. I just want to do. I just want to have a fun podcast. Like I just want to do our own calm down. You don't want to kill yourself afterwards. No, no. This is. Would you say we're a, we're a mashup of Come Town and the Fifth Column, but not nearly as good as either? Correct. <laughs> that is that is correct. Yeah, uh, come town. If all they talked about was cancel culture and weren't were a tenth as funny. Yeah. So yeah, those dudes are funny. Those dudes are very funny. Um, Seth Simmons, go in. He's yo. It's just another. It's it's what we're talking about with Teen Vogue. It's just another example of people getting eaten by their own. Right. That's what I see it. That's how I see it. I don't understand who the woman is. So she's a comedian, I guess. So could you explain the circumstance? It seems like she tweeted something 10 fucking years ago that, <laughs> that people don't like She's a now. comedian, but she's like on the woke comedy thing. I think. I think. I, I, I seen, From what I've seen, it, look, everybody, all respect to our friends that are in stand-up comedy. If, these, if we have mutuals, our bad. Everybody involved in this conversation is a fucking loser. It just is what it is. This this woman that does the comedy that that got fucking eaten up and then did the most servile, pathetic, yeah. prostration and oh, uh, uh, exactly. Uh, so here's the deal, everybody. Woke comedian tweets. We need to, you know, all those jokes about Asia and shit uh, are the reason that Asians got shot. We're, you're responsible if you behave this way. And then a comedian who I got, who got an instant follow out of me just goes, tweets, screenshots that, and then screenshots a tweet of hers from 2013 where she said, homemade pad thai so there's no cat in it. And he just says, tango down, which is very funny, by the way. <laughs> but but uh, also very funny, his name's like David Penis, penance, sign, whatever. David Penis. David Penis. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Comedians are goddamn losers. I don't care, man. At any rate, David Penis says, uh, it, it, "Here's what's funny. Here's why I'm now." David Penis got an instant follow out of me because somebody said, "Oh, it's almost like people, or you know, they're doing their little thing where they're trying to defend a person that if." they didn't feel like they were on their side. They would instantly throw them in the fucking thresher. No question. But, but they say, yeah, maybe we shouldn't be going through other people's tweets. You wouldn't like it if I did that and find some offensive shit. He's calling people like, you know, retarded, retarded Gaylord and shit. And like his response, and this is why I got to follow. He goes, no, I don't care. <laughs> Very funny response. Yeah. He got like a thousand likes just from, <laughs> from that reply. No, I don't care. Yeah. So, Anyway, point is, everybody, woke comedian gets, uh, uh, is it hoisted or foisted on your own petard? Hoisted. I think it's hoisted. Hoisted on your own petard. Yeah, yeah. She gets hoisted on her own petard. What is a petard? I think it's, I think it's like a pole. So she got strung up the pole that she used to strung up other people. All right. Whatever. Fine. Whatever. It's an idiom. 
So here's the deal. She she gets caught having not been perfect in her life. Although, guys, I know it's a sensitive week. Everybody's getting canceled in the shrapnel of Asia Gate. But I think we can all recognize that saying, LOL, homemade pad thai so there's no cat in it. Does anybody in their heart of hearts really think that that's a broad incrimination of, of Asian people? Or is it just kind of a goofy stereotype based on urban legend and perhaps a couple real cases of just a, a stereotype about Asian food in the U.S.? Does it... You can call it ugly or racist... That's fine, but don't. I would urge you just to not hand wave it away with those two accusations. Do you think it actually hurts anybody? That's the question I would ask. Like, do you, in your heart of hearts, inside yourself, like where where the rational thoughts hopefully still exist, do you think that that really harmed anyone? Here's the thing. <clears throat> I I do not believe that. It's sort of whenever shit like this happens, right? There's always like some like there's always you're always trying to find a reason why the bad thing happened and people will lay the blame on media. Right. It's been going on for like over 30 years now. Mm. You know, kid burned down his house because he watched Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Kid kid, uh, you know, shot some other kid at school because he watched South Park or yep. played GTA. Right. So listen. Was with two black guys because he watched Pornhub. <laughs> so look. In regards to people make offensive jokes and they lead to real-world violence, I don't know that I'm there. However, tasteless, offensive jokes, you want to you wanna call them out, shame them for what they are. All right, I'll hear you out. Sure. Like, right, you, don't don't like you don't like the offensive jokes. Listen, humor, subjective, whatever, you don't like it. Okay. I get it. And it's a sensitive moment for sure. I get it. Are we going to, we're going to lay the blame with who, whatever, whatever her name was. Well, that's what she did. That's, that's why it needs to be addressed. If it does at all. Yeah. It's because she did that. She She said the jokes equate, the jokes have, have a direct impact on violence towards marginalized groups. Right. And then she had done the same thing. Now let's talk about this. No, but, but hang on, but hang on. Yes. Even even if she was hoist by her own batard. Yes, we hate that now. It doesn't even sound real. I know it sounds so stupid. It doesn't yeah. sound real. Bata- no, no. Batard. I'll look it up. While you batard. Do it. Go go off on. Go off, King. I'm looking up batard. <laughs> um, even if she is is guilty of the behavior she was condemning, I still don't want to then have her take the blame. You know what I mean? Like people that still subscribe to what she was saying, then going, "Wait, you did it!" Ah. I know I still think that's wrong to do. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong necessarily with not liking offensive jokes or thinking that they contribute to a larger thing. But I don't think we need to kill this one woman. You know what I mean? I don't think we need to end this one person's life to or end this, you know, harm this one person that they should be the scapegoat or they should be the the physical manifestation of of uh how we get 
revenge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They should, you could be mad they, at they her. They just shouldn't be scapegoated like anybody yeah. else. You can be mad at her. for the, You can not like the joke. You can say she's a racist. She's an idiot. She's an ass. She tweeted something gross. Five. Jesus. If the, everybody, if that, if there's just anybody in our listenership, if that is your measure, you came to the wrong place. Yeah. I'm guilty of all this shit. I just didn't get caught out on Twitter saying like these kind of jokes, but I'm, I say them to you all day. I just, anyway. Um, by the way, a petard is a bomb. A bomb? Yeah. So this is to be blown into the air by your own bomb. Oh, I see. Okay. Stupider than I thought. Yeah. Really dumb. It's poetic justice. Poetic justice. That makes sense, I guess. Well, kind of. Kind of. It's your own bomb, but it blew you up. Yeah, it's poetic justice against yourself, I yeah. guess. Self-inflicted poetic justice. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, okay, if I may. Yeah, you have more to go? You have more to say? The only part of this that I thought was disgusting was her scrambling. Well, she's, she was self-flagellating. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nothing makes me sicker, man. If... Everybody, if you've done wrong in this life and you owe someone an apology, it's someone. You don't owe a mob an apology unless you threw a bomb into a crowd. And let, the Boston bomber owes the crowd an apology. Normal people don't. You apologize to the person that you might have harmed and you keep it moving. To do this weirdly self-aggrandizing, yes, I am a good example of all that's wrong in the world. I needed to be taught the right way. I'm so glad that the mob is here to teach me the right way. Thank you, mob. You, 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 made, you created a black hole of depression. You made life worse. Because nobody looks at that and believes that you feel that way. Because if you did feel that way... You would be a self-hating zealot that yes. nobody wants to be around. So, in fact, we all recognize that you're just going through the perfunctory nonsense to not get further murdered. Yeah. And what is the point of that? Well, I just what and and furthermore, what I see is like you can't win. Can't win. No. You've been murdered now. Yeah. You've you're on the receiving end of this thing. There's no, there's, and, and what a lot of people, you know, podcasts that are better than us, like Fifth Column, when they talk about their cancel culture within the realm of journalism, because they're yes. journalists, the main complaints or the main criticism or the main thing is like, yo, there's no, there is no redemption path. Once you get killed, that's it. You're persona non grata. So she got hoist by her own batard and then tried to self-flagellate thinking that that would save her. Yeah. It's not. It's done. Go on Comtown. <laughs> you may as well. Might as well go on Stormfront. <laughs> Daily Stormer. Go on go on Legion of Skanks. Like now you're you're on the other side of the fence. You well, I mean maybe not quite. You're being thrown you're being actively thrown on the other side of the fence. Uh you know, I have a feeling I don't know, you could you could try and desperately return to that side of the fence or you could go on you could you could, i mean if i don't know who this person is i don't know how big their name is but presumably i would imagine you know bobby kelly might have you on the show 
um, Luis Gomez might have you on the show because yeah, these guaranteed. are people that are pretty, from what I can tell, pretty accepting. Guaranteed. So it is what it is, man. Once you find yourself on the end of this thing, there's no, you're, you're cooked in their world. You're cooked. Here's an idea. Yeah. The boat's getting bigger. The people that are getting canceled are so numerous. And many of them are people that were rising to the top, if not at the top of their industries, right? And is it possible that, making a biblical analogy here, that everybody else drowns in a corporate monoculture where the canceled people are the people that are on the boat with Noah, Ben Shapiro, <laughs> who, who has assembled enough, to, enough creatures to survive God's wrath of the corporate monoculture. Well, here's what I'll say. I mean, it should be of no surprise that a lot of these, um, these places where you can still, you know, post-cancelization, you can you can try and survive, right? Like if you're it, like like Dalia has his YouTube show, uh, Matt Taibbi has Substack, million views in a week. Taibbi's uh, uh, he's making more money than I think he made at New York Times by by like a factor of three. Yeah. So there's avenues that you, if you get canceled, unless you know, unless you actually, if, unless you did something, you know, unless you're convicted in a court of law and you're thrown in prison, if you're just persona non grata. There's avenues for you to make a buck, whether it's Patreon, whether it's Substack, whether it's YouTube, whether it's whatever, uh, Apple Podcasts. That's assuming that you have an audience. Assuming that you You're have an audience. You're a bus driver. You just, you, every night you just go home, put a gun in your mouth and say, is tonight the night? Yeah. Um, God, that's so depressing. Um, assuming you have an audience, there's still, there's still a lane for you. Um. Perhaps not for long. I mean, it depends. It would be astounding to me if Apple purged podcasts. It would be astounding to me if somehow they could get rid of Substack as an entity. You know, it would astound me if they could force, uh, you know, I mean, I could see I could see YouTube getting rid of Delia yep. real easily. Sure. I could see Patreon getting rid of Delia. Mm -hmm. I, I think Patreon is malleable. Um I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it. it, it These companies are so fucking dumb, man. Well, well, but here's the thing: if you don't, if you just didn't respond, if you had no public face to your company whatsoever, there'd be nothing. They'd have, nobody'd have any power. Over but them. I think they're truly indifferent. Oh no, they are. But I'm saying that the only way that somebody can reach you is if you make yourself reachable. Have you ever tried to get through? For a tech concern oh, yeah. on a website, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, so why not just make that your shit? I like that some companies just don't have phone numbers anymore. Most, it's crazy. And big, big companies don't anymore. I have a challenge for for our listeners: try and call Uber. Oh, yo, try to call Twitter. Yeah, no, you cannot. Cannot doesn't doesn't exist. They don't have customer service in that phone in that way. Um, the boat's getting bigger. Other, so if people are getting purged from whether it's legacy media, like New York Times, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Twitter, okay, these people are going to try and float somewhere else. And yeah. if they're notable enough, guess what? Substack has a name now. Used to just be a thing. 
used to be a very small thing, but now it has a name. And then suddenly news stories run. There's like the problem with Apple Podcasts. Oh, Apple Podcasts has a misinformation problem. Yo, man. <laughs> if you if you worry about the misinformation that I might be getting, you're my enemy. That's it. Because who are you? They're the arbiters of truth. Yes. Mm. Yes. So Seth Simmons, the reason he came up is because he jumped. He, who is everybody's counselor, chief in, the grand inquisitor of the uh, crusades of making comedy safe for, I don't even fucking know. Yeah, that's the, that's the wild part. I don't, who? Who? Safe for who? Whatever. So this, you know, I, I hate bringing up his allegation. I hate it. Oh, I hate it too. It's funny, but I hate it. It's hilarious and it's very unfair. Very unfair. Yeah. I mean, only fair because he was hoisted by his own petard. Exactly, which is why I don't really hate bringing yeah, it up. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, if because I was going to say safe for who when you said safe for who, and then I was going to go not for women because Seth is accused of being a bit of a sex pest. A sex pest, which is the the only time I've ever heard that term is leveled against him. Apparently, if you Google the term sex pest, he's the first thing that comes up. That's rough. That's very rough. Particularly because it's a thing that he not only denies but says that he can more or less prove is not the case. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's difficult to defend cocksuckers like this, where you're like, like, yeah, man, when other people try this, you just run with the narrative that they're bad. Why are you different? Exactly. Fuck. Yeah, man. So Yo, being, being a hypocrite, we're all hypocrites to a degree, man, but being, sure. being a hypocrite like this, where you're trying to harm somebody else, uh, you're basically Roy Cohn. You're Roy Cohn, you, w- 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 where... You are a closet homosexual. Pretty much everybody knows your deal, but you're still using other people's homosexuality to ruin their careers. That's you. That's terrible, man. There's a place in hell for Roy Cohn. And not just because he's a homosexual, everybody. (laughs) But because when when you use the lever of the state or corporate power to harm people that are no different than you, you are lower than dirt. No, 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 no. They are different me- than me because they are bad and I am good. Right, right, right. Yes. Right. There's no gray areas. My Objectivist. Own- a is A. Ditko. A is A. A is A. A could never be anything other than A if it was truly A. Ayn Rand, Snyder Cut, Fountainhead. Snyder Cut. <laughs> Seven and a half hours. So we watched it the other night. Do we want to talk about that? Let's talk about that because uh, my only other notes are, yeah, a bunch of shit that you're not going to want to talk about. You're too soft for all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious. No, no, no. Okay. Snyder cut. It's very bad. <laughs> what else is there to say? Yeah, I was going to try to hop out with the take, but what's the take? CGI Ben Affleck. Joker reach around. Let's talk about that, please. Everybody, I've said this seven times to the people in my immediate vicinity in the last day and a half since we watched this, but nobody seems to be talking about it. At the end of the movie, the Joker says, who's going to give you a reach around, Batman? Why is nobody talking about that? It was a weird line. Because these movies, no one... I don't think a single person pays attention to the words being spoken. I think that's true. You know what I mean? 
I bet a lot of these virgins that watch the movie went, what's a reach around? That's a good point. You know? These are all, (laughs) we see the virginity rates skyrocketing. That's who's watching Snyder Cut. And us. And cells. Here's a question. Go on. Zack Snyder, more successful than me? (laughs) Why would you even ask that? If someone is more successful and I guess what I'm saying is I don't view popularity to be the, to, to, to be the arbiter of taste, right? Like Britney Spears sold a lot of records. If you think Britney Spears is good at anything she does, you're fucking dumb. So I don't want to make popularity a thing. However, I do want to kind of defend Zack Snyder in the respect. Let's not take it away from him that he has tapped into a sensibility that many other people share. He is terrible. This movie was ass, but it wasn't Avatar, where it's a blockbuster because we're told it's a blockbuster. Right, it wasn't Star Wars Episode 27. Right. It was not designed by committee, necessarily. It, it It's the only... It's got a built-in audience in the respect that it's a superhero movie, but it's a four-hour redo of a movie that came out three years ago, four years a ba- ago. A bad movie. Right. It made all the bad parts longer. So the only built-in audience this has is Zack Snyder fans. And with that in mind, I'm finding it hard to criticize the fact that this man delivered exactly what his bobo, moron, fucking illiterate fans like. Yeah, which is blocky, weirdness, CGI. It's a PS. It's a PS2 game, both in writing and visual. Yeah, yeah. It's the best way to describe it. It was four fucking hours, and we watched the whole. Th- we we watched. We almost watched it twice. So the challenge, everybody, was that we had to get through it in one sitting. And every time that we didn't manage to get through it in one sitting, we had to start at the beginning. But it was so brutal. That the second time that we tried that, because the first night we got about an hour and 45 minutes in, there was no way on this earth, if we had to stay up till 2.30 in the morning, we were getting through the, the second time because yep. to watch it again no. would be too much. It would be too much. It's a brutally bad movie. It's very, very bad. <laughs> I'm seeing near universal praise for it. it well, but only among, the, like you said, the only people that watch it are Snyder fans. Who were already decided that they loved it. They already made up their minds before yeah. it came out that it was great. Yeah, there he can do no. He can't. He can do no wrong. Yeah, as long as he gives them more yeah. of what it is. You know, because the the one that came out three four years ago now, it was. I mean, look, it's it's one of these studio pictures that you know is heavily produced and influenced by the studio. So that one that came out a couple years ago was designed by committee. It was, I mean, Zach left the project because his daughter tragically committed suicide. So he had to step away. They brought in a new director who changed a lot of the things about it because he's now the director. He's making creative decisions. Yep. So also uh, has it also has the completely opposite sensibility. Yes. It's in a lot of ways. It's a fascinating. Creatively, this is a fascinating space that we watched for the last few years where you couldn't have picked 
somebody with in more opposition to finish a project more than two thirds of the way done. Yeah. It's actually insane. Like those executives are fucked in their fucking head. They must have just seen Joss Whedon and said, is he available? He was very successful with those uh, Marvel movies. Let's yeah. uh, get him. They said, no, executives are st- are p- dumber than Snyder fans. On some level, it doesn't matter. I understand that rationale, but here's the deal. Josh, Joss Whedon is not inexpensive. True. If it truly didn't matter, yeah. you get the guy that did The Conjuring 9 yeah. to finish the shit. It probably would have been better. <laughs> Definitely would have been better. <laughs> yeah, no, all right, that's fair enough, yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, the execs are kind of operate as master of coin. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, and and, and the, the astounding part, too, which goes, again, goes into, like, this overbloated power that a minority, a very, very small amount of people on the Internet hold, is that as soon as Justice League came out and it sucked, people demanded the Snyder Cut, which didn't exist. Yes. Not real. It never existed until HBO said... Hey, it looks like uh, people want this. Zach, you want $30 million to try and make this again? Then he re- he filmed more things to make his own cut. Yes. So there was no cut of the film that existed that was purely his until they gave him money to make it because people wanted it, a thing that wasn't didn't exist. There was never going to be a four-hour-long movie in the theater. No. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously not. So this, we can't say that this was the movie we would have gotten. No, it it wasn't. I mean, maybe this is closer to what we would have gotten had he remained on the project, but also maybe not. You know? Yeah, because they would have been like Zach. His sensibilities might have changed in the last four years. But they also would have said, Zach, this movie has to be two hours and ten minutes. That's how long Avengers was. He, I didn't read the article. He said what they they had a checklist of things that couldn't be in the movie. That that was that that was the notes that he got. Not what had to be in the movie, not what had to change, but the original. I guess he said that there was a number of things that they said couldn't be in. I'm very interested to know what that was. <laughs> yeah, me too. You can look it up. I mean, you don't have to. There's a lot of press on this. Let's see if I can find it. It's it was just when you have a bad movie, it doesn't necessarily make it better to make it two hours longer. And it was pretty different, but not that different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, under a microscope, it was different. But, uh, you know, from far away, it's just a fucking movie about some people in costumes fighting CGI video games. It's just stupid. It's profoundly stupid. If you want to get under a microscope, I don't know, it's about family or something like that. <laughs> no, it's not. Th- stop that. That's not true. It's about family. It's not true. It's about choosing your family. And listen, that's like one of those, that's like saying redemption. It, these are just things that you say to an executive to get them off your back. It's not actually, that's not real. Was this the exe- that was the exec pitch meeting? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's not real. I, the, the entire, the total redesign of the villain I thought was funny. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, you were like, you kept going on about how he looked entirely different. And I was like, oh, he doesn't look that different. He just looks like more silver. Very different. And then you showed me a picture of what he looked like in the original cut, the, the Whedon cut. And I went, holy shit. <laughs> he looks totally different. Okay, the New Yorker and Forbes didn't love it. 
Oh. Legacy media cucks. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm on the side of it. Now that changed my mind. Yeah. Uh, it was too long. I mean, no doubt. And it had glaring plot holes. You think? Yes, it had glaring plot holes. It was stupid. Don't not not recommended. Very much not recommended. These movies are dumb. Like I don't I, like I get people that don't like the Marvel movies. Like fine, I I like them, but like I get it if you're not into it. But like if you're a DC person and not a Marvel, per- like what? No, no, you're, you're a very stupid person. You're a very stupid person. Okay, hold on. He uh, talked about what couldn't be in the movie. Okay. The studio didn't want me to shoot anything new. One of the rules of making the Snyder Cut was that the studio said no shooting of any kind. And then I just shot stuff anyway. (laughs) 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 This dude is lit. Man, he's so fucking stupid and I like him. It's, we shouldn't have canceled that fucking fat fuck that likes feet, called people fucking faggots or whatever. You know who I'm talking about? The the Blue Streak guy or whatever. Not Blue Streak. What, who is fuck? Matt Groening. No, good guess. Um, Peter Jackson. I thought about Groening and how he's just like enjoyed his money in silence for a long time. If it wasn't for that Epstein thing, he'd be like the most invisible three quarters of a billionaire guy I've ever heard of. He skirted that Epstein thing. He did. He did a good job. But yeah. um, no, who's that guy? He was synonymous with tasteless fucking movies. Mm, Donald Trump. He, I want to say he was sucking on uh, Quentin Tarantino. No, he's yeah, he's a tow guy like that. But and he got he got canceled. The fr- he got soft canceled years ago, but it didn't stick because he said like when asked about rehearsals, he said rehearsals. Brett, Brett, what, Brett, Brett, what? Jay Leno. He said rehearsals are for f words. Mm. You know, father figures. <laughs> uh, Jackie Gleason. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> Brett, whatever the fuck his name is. Brett Weinstein. Brett, <laughs> it was Brett Weinstein. He was directing Blue Streak. Yeah. Martin Lawrence. I don't know who you mean. Fat guy who likes feet. Oh fuck! Hold on. Fat guy who likes feet. I think he's sucking on Serena Williams' feet. You're talking Hold about on. me? Yeah, it's you. <laughs> um, Brett Ratner. Brett Thank Ratner. You. And now he got times up too. Oh what did he God. do? He what got he... hit. A... Wow. What did he direct? Um, no, I know he said Blue Streak, but didn't he direct? Didn't he direct a Batman movie? He got hit with a Me Too this late. Didn't he? He directed. Did he do like Superman Returns or something? Did he do some superhero? I feel like he did a Batman thing. Not only did Ratner never apologize or, or acknowledge the harm he caused, but he also filed lawsuits in an attempt to silence the voices of survivors who came forward. A tactic right out of the player, play, Predator's Handbook, Tina Chen says. Tina Chen, pardon me. And uh, I don't know. That's Yeah, it's, that is a thing that a guilty person would do. It's also a thing that an innocent person would do. It's hard to say, Tina. Oh, he did, okay, so he did the Rush Hour movies. Yes, that's what I was thinking. He did the third X-Men movie, which sucks shit. Oh, he's trying to make a comeback. That's why they're burying him. Oh, man, you can't, they don't, people don't want you to make a comeback. (laughs) It's really fucking crazy. I mean, what if he just finances his own movie? 
I mean, that'd be hard though. Cause you still got to get a studio to touch it in some level. You got to, you know, sexual harassment. Listen, okay. Sexual harassment. If you did it, just apologize guy. That's different than like a sexual assault. Maybe he thinks it's not because like there was all that rhetoric. That's the same thing. You, you just got to apologize. Maybe, you know, if you really made somebody feel unsafe, maybe even offer some money or some shit, but did you do it? You sued for defamation. Hmm. Oh no, that's a serious one. Yeah, I'm looking at his Wikipedia. This guy. Uh... Well, he's not a nice. Listen, nobody's ever said a positive thing about him, but that doesn't mean he did the. I'm reading one accusation. It's not very nice at all. Well, it looks like he said uh, he. The the Elliot Page, formerly Ellen Page, accused Ratner of sexual harassment, and then outing 18 year old Page as gay in 2006 in front of many onlookers, including Anna Paquin, who later confirmed the story. Hmm. It's not, it's not nice. <laughs> Beyond shitty. Former fashion model came forward regarding an incident involving Russell Simmons and Ratner back in 1991. That's a weird scene. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> Jeez, he seems like a fucking real villain. Um, What's Russell Simmons up to? Wasn't he friends with Trump? Mm, I mean, I don't think any of these people are real friends. Right, right. They're they're people with money. Harriet Tubman sex tape controversy. Pardon? <laughs> what do we think that is? In August 13th, Simmons launched the controversial Harriet Tubman sex tape parody video on his YouTube channel, All Deaf Digital, which led to public outrage and many critics demanding an apology. The video featured an actress portraying the abolitionist Harriet Tubman having sex with her slave owner, with the intent of filming the act and blackmailing him to convince him to work on the Underground Railroad. People from his own community, such as filmmaker filmmaker Spike Lee, were offended by the controversial sketch. Russell Simmons issued uh, an apology for the parody in which he said, I'm a very liberal person with thick skin. My first impression of the Harriet Tubman piece was that it was about what one of... It, that it was about what one of actors said in the video that 162 years later there's still tremendous injustice. Simmons wrote, and with Harriet Tubman outwitting the slave master, I thought it was politically correct. Silly me. I can now understand why so many people are upset. I would never condone violence against women in any form, and for all those offended, I am sincerely sorry. Despite his apology in 2013, the nature of shareable digital media has allowed the comedy <laughs> video to circulate the web. I'm going to find it right now. It sounds like something, you know, it could be, it could work. Oh, and he got hit with some rape. Yeah, Russell Simmons got hit with a bunch of shit. Just trying to bring. Oh another, wait! Trying to bring another black guy down. Well, Terry Cruz, Ter- Ter- Terry Cruz, accused Simmons of attempting to influence him to take a take back a sexual assault allegation that Cruz had recently brought up against film executive Adam Vennett. Yeah, Cruz asking that, that Cruz give him a pass. You. <laughs> we don't know that that happened. <laughs> we don't know that fucking Russell Simmons said that. You. Ew, give him a pass. Anyway, folks, uh, the Snyder Cut was not good. No. Four thumbs down. Yeah. What else? What do we want to do? We want to do rub maps. We want to do messages. Yo, I like your notion of powering through rub maps without acknowledging that fucking eight women were or six women were shot. A lot of people want us to do Atlanta. I'll be honest, I went straight 
to the club that he shot straight to the uh massage parlor that he shot the day it happened i went um, as soon as i found out late people were messaging me and i wasn't reading my messages and i was like why is everybody hitting me and uh yeah people wanted us to read it everybody i went looking for this kid on rub maps trust me yeah um it, okay let's let's do our best people people were hitting the, the twitter and being like I'm remembering those moments every time you'd read one and be like, this guy sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody sensitive, you know, this is a fucking terrible thing. Horrible. Uh, here's, here's, I'm at the spot. Uh, here's what I'll say. Uh, let's just throw this out there. I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset that these fucking mongers are not, like, nobody came by to be like, Hey, I just want to pay my respects to the girls that lost their lives there. There's not a single new review here. This is because these mongers are shitheads. We talk about it every week. They're disgusting. <laughs> I fucking hate them. God. You don't and they're murderers, apparently. Stop caping. You're fucking... Stop. No, it's not caping. We say this every week. All right. Every week. Every week they're exposed as monsters? <laughs> I mean... I don't know. I just thought of that it was. Am I crazy or is there? Yes, it's transactional, but there's an intimacy of some type. And I mean, even even if you just went to the same florist every month to buy flowers for your wife and you had a nice rapport and then something tragic happened to the clerk that you deal with at the florist, you still might do some digital if you saw like a tribute to them, you might say it was always really nice seeing Christine at the florist. This is terrible. Sure. Yeah. 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 None of them did that. Yeah. No, they're not doing They're Yeah. No, <laughs> these, these are ungrateful mongers. It's really bad. It's really inhumane mongers. Where should we, if we're going to read these, where should we go? Maybe we should do like, uh, I don't know how to talk about this because yeah, I don't really know either. We might have to skip this week because my solution was insensitive. Yeah. I was going to say, let's do the Latino spots instead. Where's the Latino spots? Like, you can just, that's one of the... Oh, right. That's one of the uh, search terms. Okay. So, if you, like, because the thing in the news right now is violence against Asians. Yes. Now, we make light of these places. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, probably, you know, uh, you're just saying. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No, I don't so, like, <clears throat> like... I hope that it would be apparent. It is apparent to our listeners, but I hope it would be apparent even to the most dishonest fuckhead who just breezed into hour two of our fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, and this actually is a lesson, I think, for anybody that is trying to do the dishonest hustle out there. No sane person actually wants a fucking, like, 30-year-old mom to get hurt. Obviously not. Yeah, but I think that there's like a weird misrepresentation where if you are like what we do is fun and funny, but if we did it on an insensitive day, we could be painted in a light sure. that is like really not representative and pretty dishonest. Sure. But I think it requires a, a leap in, in in reason to imagine that any sane person wants a total stranger harmed. Yes. But people will do that to no, misrepresent. Yeah, you know, right. you're correct. So then maybe we, uh, you, uh, Antifa lover. Okay, you want to read a little Antifa lover? I'll read a little Antifa lover, and then we'll close out. We'll do a message or two. 
It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. Oh, we're already late in the game. You can jump to message if you want. Uh, let's do anti follow up, or maybe we'll say we'll say we'll do messages on the page. All right, you go in. What did? Oh man, I don't even. What are we? Are we on chapter. You have the good four? sense to leave off of chapters, which I like. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it's tough because it it might be too fucking long. Uh, I think we're up to. I'm pretty sure we're up to chapter four. No, wait. I just remember she was in the woods for a long time. It made no sense. No, remember she? Okay, so she was in the woods. The guy came. Uh, people, then, people, no, people are storming into her home. People were storming into her home. So I think, I think, I think you off. have to put the microphone near your face. Though. I know. I'm trying to hold the book at the same time. Um, okay, I think yeah. So we're on chapter four. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so where we left off, uh, like. A crowd, an angry mob against the legislation. The legislation that she's now against. <laughs> she knew in her heart she shouldn't have signed that bill. Yeah. So they stormed her house, and then the guy, Corner, Corner Smith, Corner Smith, yeah, came to save her. So here's chapter four. I knew I was not in my house as soon as I got my senses back. I heard footsteps and hushed voices around me. I opened my eyes slowly, thankfully that they weren't as heavy as before. A nurse was standing by my side with a doctor on my left. Shit, I was in the hospital. But why? Slowly memory started to come back to me as uh, as an slowly memory started to come back as a nightmare to me. The shouting, the voice in the crowd, window smashing, someone speaking in a microphone, door slamming open, and then corner. Corner was there. Panicked, I looked quickly down to the foot of my bed and saw him. He was standing there with an unreadable expression on his face. When he saw me looking, he smiled at me, but that smile didn't reach his eyes. That smile wasn't the smile I saw at the lake in the forest when he talked to me. He was the first face I recognized, and it calmed me down a bit, but my anger increased when I realized that he was one of the protesters who led the crowd last night. I remember I called him and cursed him out for not giving me a chance. Yeah, it, well, that was really weird. That it didn't make any sense. Hey, can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you like this dynamic? Which dynamic? Oh, between Corner and Alexandria? Yeah. I don't like this dynamic at all. It's awkward. Like, I'm saying, like, it's not, like, I don't, I, this is like some, like, Cheers-style will-they-won't-they, they, but it's, it's, it's like, I, it's through a lens I don't understand. I mean, it's deeply weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's a poorly written novel. It's a, okay, here, go on. Yeah. Uh... I can't believe he had the nerve to come to my house afterwards. I can't believe he had the nerve to stand. 
in front of me like this. I fucking hate this man. I stared daggers at him, and if looks could kill, he'd be dead by now. This is what I'm saying. I don't like this. I hate him. I love him. I, I don't like this. She hates him, but she's, like, intrigued. Yeah, it's stupid. I decided to stay quiet until the nurse and the doctor left. I noticed that the head of my security, Roddick, <laughs> got a new character. <laughs> I noticed that the head of my security, Roddick, was, stand- was also standing in the far right corner of the room. The nurse and the doctor introduced themselves as Dr. Charlie and Susan. I love this. And told me about the cuts on my arms and hands. They were stitched up and wrapped in bandages so I couldn't see the wounds. But I felt them, and thankfully they weren't hurting as bad as before. The doctor and nurse left after checking a few things and measuring my blood pressure. I still stared daggers at corner as he slowly came and sat beside me. It made me aggravated all the more. How are you feeling, he asked slowly. I should have read it. How are you feeling? Yes, slowly. <laughs> you seem quite relaxed after your plan failed in killing me, I said. Well, I don't understand why she thinks he wanted to kill her. I guess she thought she thinks that he was leading the protest, which I think we're going to find out that he wasn't. I'm sure of that. But like, were they trying to kill her? Yeah, they shot a gun through her window. It shattered the window pane, which is how she got glass in her arms. I don't know. I'm kind of on their side. Yes, it's stupid. Um, my voice was extremely dry and husky, but I still tried my best to let him know that I was going to fucking send him to jail soon for doing this. The most, a lot of cursing. Yeah, like, unnecessary. In, yeah. Like recently, like just in the this last these last two chapters, the most unexpected thing happened after that. I saw him chuckle, a real genuine laugh. And I frowned in confusion. Was there something wrong with his head? Are you absolutely out of your mind? It's no time for laughing. You should get your things ready for jail. I will file a report against you. You won't get away with this, I said more forcefully and angrily to make my point clear. Alexandria, I would never do anything to hurt you, he quieted down and said with an impeccable voice. Oh, wow. I almost believed him until I recalled again what he did to me last night. You protested against me last night, I told him. Wait. I want... Can we establish something? Sure. That Jessica Stranger is not an Indian guy? And... Here's the reason. Yeah. If I make fun of this language, and it's... You know... It's a, it's a, it's a girl named Manpreet from the Punjab region, then people are going to be mad at me. But if we say it's it's a it's a white fourteen year old, if I say that this is a twenty five year old who I'm saying college graduate, white, 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 then we can get away with calling this person a total fucking moron. Is that fair? Because he said in an impeccable voice, "Just snap me in half." I can't do this. <laughs> I can't pretend like I can't like I've been biting my tongue because it's obviously like we're like, oh, yeah, maybe it's not their first language. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to get yelled at for making fun of a Samoan or some shit. But I, I just come on. An impeccable voice. Doesn't make sense. He smiled again. I wasn't among the protesters at, that attacked your house, Alexandria. I came after when you called me, he explained. Fucking liar. Yeah, likely story. You couldn't make up a better lie to save your sorry ass, could you? I said with venom dripping from my voice. How dare he hurt me first and then pretend like he did nothing wrong. I'm not lying, he said with a deep... (laughs) Gaslighting. 
I'm not lying, he said with a deep tone again that reached my soul. I stared at him, and he stared back at me. He was looking right into my eyes, and I've heard that when people lie, they never dare to look in the eye of the person they're lying to. Miss Preston, he is telling the truth. He was the person that stopped the protesters from attacking your house and later took you to the hospital, Roddick said, stepping further from the right corner of the room. I was with him the whole time. The crowd was getting out of hands, but he stopped them. What the hell was happening? My mind was filled with so many thoughts that it was going to explode. I, s- I stared back a corner, and he stared at me with un- with that unfathomable expression on his stupid, gorgeous face. No. Can you leave us alone for a moment? I directed Roddick. So she thinks that this guy tried to have her killed, and she, she tells her bodyguard to leave the room. He nodded and went out, closing the door behind him. Yeah, good, that's a great bodyguard. Well, I mean, he's just there to collect a pension. He doesn't give a fuck if Alexandria lives or dies. You actually saved me, I asked him. You could say that, he replied. I tried my best to reach there on time as soon as you called, but still I... He looked at my injured arms and hands with guilt written all over his face. I'm sorry, he said, turning his head down, and my eyes immediately softened. He was the first person outside my family to actually care for me. Jeez. And and it was a weird feeling. I didn't want him to feel guilty for what had happened to me. Wait, how did he get in her house, though? I guess he broke in. I don't know. All right, go on, Maybe go he on. set this all up so yeah, we could get close to it. We might learn something. I'm okay. I should have stood further away from the window, I told him, trying to take away his guilt. Thank you for saving me, I said apologetically. I always get the wrong idea of people first, and then they turn out to be a totally different person. He smiled warmly back at me. I'm glad you're okay. After three hours, the doctor and the nurse came back to let me know that I can go home whenever I want. My reports came back clear, and nothing was threatening about my situation. The doctor told me a few precautions and medicines to relieve the pain and said it will take around a week before they can take the stitches out. I thanked them and decided to go home as soon as I could. I never liked hospitals, and its atmosphere always made me nauseous. I changed into normal clothes that thankfully the nurse provided and mentioned Roddick to get the car ready. I love the freedom of how bad this is. Like, she's just writing. uh, There's no edits. It's just what's coming out of her fingers. Yeah. You're going home, he asked, even though he already knew I was. Yes, I replied. I had to rest, and I should better head to a place more comfortable like my room. My room. <laughs> Wait, Sh- is that her speaking? No. So, okay. y- she- yes, I replied. I, But this is not her speaking. Okay, okay. I had to rest, and I should head to a place more comfortable like my room. It's awkward either way, but if she had said that, this is- <laughs> yeah. I would have enjoyed it more. My room, dot, dot, dot. Shit. I almost forgot. It was shattered and covered in broken glass and all the horrible memories that were now attached to it. I stopped in the middle of grabbing the doorknob and get out. I stopped in the middle of the door. Fuck. I stopped in the (laughs) middle of grabbing the doorknob to get out and stared blankly. I can't go back there. What if the protesters come back? I never really knew my home would feel like the most unsafe place for me someday. (laughs) What's wrong, he asked as soon as he saw the troubled look on my face. I have to get my house repaired first before I go there, I told him sadly. No, you can't go there because there's maybe violent people, not because it's whatever. Shrugging the horrible thoughts off, I decided to choose a hotel for my temporary stay. I'd have to look for a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'd have to look for a hotel, I told him, finally going outside the door. He walked beside me as we went into the lobby's exit. You could stay with me until then. Uh-oh. Rapo. He said out of nowhere. I slow, I slowed in my tracks and looked at him. I'm serious and be... I'm serious. And besides, someone should be there to take care of you until your wounds heal. Wow. Rapo. He, he said... We don't know. Maybe he's just... This is his angle. We don't know that he's got... You know... I looked up into his eyes, which provided nothing but warmth to my soul. Mm. <laughs> I knew I was fighting with myself, so I wouldn't like him, but I kept getting drawn oh, to him. Oh, I like this. There's two love interests now. What? What? There's two love interests. How is there two love interests? Corner and Roderick. No, this is not to Roddick. Oh, I thought it was to Roddick. No, this is to, she's talking to Corner. Oh, I don't like this. You, anyway. I thought Roderick gave her a ride. No, they're still leaving the hospital. She's she says I gotta go somewhere, and but she can't go back to her house, so she wants to go to a hotel. Oh, yeah, this is, this is probably my fault. And Corner says, "Come back to my place." Yeah, this is the Jessica Stranger is a pretty clear writer, so this is probably my bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! All right, I'm serious, and besides, you should be. Blah, 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 blah. I looked up into his eyes that provided nothing with warmth to my soul. I knew I was fighting with myself, so I wouldn't like him, but I kept getting drawn to him, and his invitation seemed like a breath of fresh air to me. I didn't want to stay alone in a hotel room. I couldn't go live with my mother in Nashville because of my business requirements. <laughs> Will that be okay? He asked when I didn't re- he asked when I didn't reply. I quickly averted my gaze, hating myself for staring at him. Yeah, that'll be okay, but your family? I asked walking towards my car. I live alone, he told me. Jeez, mm. get out of there, girl. And the realization hit me that he might just be as lonely as I was in my life. I actually didn't know about his family at all. Maybe I could get to know him better till my time with him ends. What? I don't know. <laughs> Roddick asked about where we would be going, and I told him at, at Corner's place. <laughs> he nodded, and Corner gave him directions to his house. For the first time in my life, everything was happening out of place. Going... Going against my schedule felt so odd, but I welcomed it. For the first time in my life, I wasn't worried about what would happen next or where the... Yeah, she swept off her feet. This is very romantic. Yeah. I wasn't worried about what would happen next or where would unknown... Where the unknown road lead me to. <laughs> Remember, it's not Manpreet. This is uh, Marge. Yeah. Remember, but I wasn't scared, and for the first time in my life, I wasn't alone either. So sad. This is my room. He gave me a tour of his small yet cozy house, and finally, we reached his room. It was normal in size and looked extremely comfortable. <laughs> Very descriptive. <laughs> it was normal in size. What's a normal size? It's a normal size. Is, you know what it is. Yeah, it's normal size. <laughs> It's not abnormal at all. It's just a totally normal size room. Not big, not small, normal size. It was normal in size and looked extremely comfortable. He had he has silk duvets on the bed, comfy sofas by the window. Jessica Stranger is is like Hemingway. There's no fat on this prose. A small table with a laptop on it and a chair beside it. It looks extremely clo- cozy. I told him the truth. He smiled. Why don't you lay down and rest for a while in my bed? Oh, my God. I have another guest room in the house, but it has 
been two years since it's been used. No one actually stays here except for me. He said... <laughs> I stared at him with a weird feeling in my stomach. Why was I suddenly feeling so close to him? I had no idea, but it felt like he understood me even when I haven't told him anything. I nodded and he left. I sat down on the bed and immediately felt the sleep hit me. <laughs> I had been trying to keep myself together ever since the horrible incident and finally now I could relax. This was such a new feeling for me. Nobody took care of me like this before. I could sleep in this bed and have somebody look after me. I could rely on him. I could be with him and he could be with me. I smiled at that thought. Being together, it felt so magical. Wow. That's all it took? This is like a very, very, very lonely person writing this. I laid down on the bed after taking off my sweater. My arms hurt a bit as I pulled the sleeves off and bit my lower lip to stop the groans from escaping. This was going to be a long week until the wounds heal. I finally took a deep breath and laid on the bed getting comfortable. The smell of the bed oddly seemed familiar. I realized it was the same sense that I felt the, the same, same scent that she felt. It yeah. Was the same, yeah. I realized it was the same scent that I felt last night when Corner carried me to the bed. I smiled at that realization and drifted off to sleep. And that's chapter four. I just want to point out that this person has certainly made more money off this book than I made writing anything this year. Maybe in your whole career. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How does that make you feel? You can't be mad. No. She's out there hustling. The scent. <laughs> The smell of the the bed reminded me of the same scent that I felt. Yeah. You feel scents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel it's typically the, when when you smell something, you say, I feel a scent. They're the sensorial. Air. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway. So now you haven't read a book in 12 years. Could you, do you think you could write this? I, I wouldn't write a sentence like <laughs> the scent that I felt. So you couldn't write something this good? No, so I couldn't write something this good. It's a shitty book. But it's pretty funny. I think it needs work. Yeah? But I think there's something there. <laughs> yeah, you, you're buying into the romance story. I don't like the dynamic, I'll be honest. I thought I got excited when I thought she was going to sleep with her bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, no, Roddick... I'm still waiting on uh, some more from that uh, the the senator. What was his name? End table. <laughs> normal sized room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a normal sized room. How big is a normal sized room? Is it like this room? Is this normal size? What's a normal? It's anyway. within the parameters of normal. Oh, okay. Thank you for clarifying. All right, everybody. I hope you had a good time. Are we closing it out? We're going to jump over to Patreon. We could do overtime on the Patreon. Yes. So, everybody, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, hit the Patreon, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Hit us on Twitter, twitter.com at WP timeline. Uh, hit the phone number, phone messages. We, uh, we'll do, I, we'll do them again. 205 509 9785. Drop in, leave us a message. I want to do a call-in show. I want to figure out how to do a call-in show. That's easy. Just call Andrew. Say, explain to me how to do a call-in show. He'll explain it to you. We'll be good. We're getting our supercomputer soon. Yes. Someone finally hit us about our gaming rig. We're going to get a gaming rig. Um, 
what else? I don't know. Be good to each other. We'll catch you next time. No incel violence. Please. Okay. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.